Hello, hello, and welcome to a bonus episode of Art House Garage, the snob free film community where we make art house indie and classic cinema accessible to the masses. I'm your host, Andrew Sweatman, and today is a bonus episode. We are talking about the brand new Andy Samberg comedy called Palm Springs. This is directed by Max Barbacow. I think that's how you say it. This is his first film as director and written by Andy Ciara. It also stars Kristen Milioti and J.K. Simmons. Uh, this movie is notable because it's not what you first expect and because it set a record at Sundance 2020 earlier this year for the highest price ever paid for a Sundance film. We'll talk about the details of that in a moment, but first let's say hello to today's guest. Today I'm thrilled to be joined by my friend and film critic Philip Price. Philip runs the YouTube channel Tavern Talk by Initial Reaction in which he watches and reviews a film every week when quarantine isn't happening at Little Rock's Movie Tavern. Um, I've had the great pleasure of appearing as a guest on his YouTube channel before um, and his videos are really fun because he also directs like a short film intro each time. They're really creative, really funny and um, I absolutely recommend that you check them out. So hello to Philip, how are you today and what have you been watching lately? Hey Andrew, thanks for, first of all, thanks for having me back. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, good to talk to you. Good to hear from you. You too. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I can't wait to, to get back to seeing movies in a theater and, and definitely having you on again for, for okay. another initial reaction. Yeah. Hopefully we can, uh, you know, do that sooner rather than later. But, yeah. um, oh man, I feel like I've, uh, you know, I haven't had as much time to write and produce reviews and things like that lately, but I do feel like I've been watching a lot more. Um, yeah. I don't just, I mean, even, you know, even though we're not going to the theaters this weekend, we got, you know, we're going to talk about Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. I watched the new, uh, Tom Hanks film on Apple TV, oh, Greyhound. Yeah, cool. yeah. And, um, we watched, uh, the old guard last night, which is the new Charlize Theron one that is on Netflix. How was that? Uh, um, it's okay. It's very, it's very okay. Okay. Like it's fine. It's kind of like a a really expensive uh, pilot Mm, uh, episode. You know, they're, they're definitely setting it up for sequels. I think it's based on some type of IP. Uh, And so it's, it's definitely um, hoping to be a a franchise for Netflix, but it was fine. It's kind of funny actually, because the old guard is uh, share some similar themes with the, Palm Springs, which I didn't hmm. expect um, going into those two different, very different types of movies yeah. this weekend. Um, but no, uh, I was trying to think of what else. Um, I did rent um, Irresistible, the new John Stewart movie that he wrote and directed with yeah. Steve Carell and Rose Byrne. We watched that last week. I'm and curious about that um, one too. Yeah, you know, I, I was, you know, a fan of John Stewart. I was looking forward to it when I saw he announced, you know, a new mm-hmm. movie because. He hadn't directed one in a few years, and um, he'd been kind of out of the spotlight in general, except for you know all the stuff he does for the uh, the nine eleven you know yeah. work that he does. But um, and then I was I was kind of sad when <laughs> all the reviews started coming in, and they were pretty negative yeah. or just you know kind of down on the film. Uh, but it was it was good, you know. I understand where our, where those people were coming from, but I and I definitely had complaints about it or you know certain things that. Uh, detracted from the goal he was you know his overall point he was trying to make but um but it was it was good it was fun and i'm a sucker for anything steve carell's in so i I enjoyed it well yeah i was just gonna say uh yes same thing on steve carell we actually just watched the morning show 
And I feel like I need uh, something to redeem him because he's not a good person in that. And it's like hard to see him being that. I mean, in, in something like The Office, he's not a good person. But in uh, in The Morning Show, he's pretty terrible. So anyway, um, I will recommend The Morning Show. That's really good. We I need that to watch that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then we also watched, um, I mean, everyone seems to be watching this right now. Hamilton for the first time when it dropped last week and or two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um completely loved it i'm completely on the train it's kind of a cliche at this point but we've been listening to it all the time we watched it twice already really really was a fan of it so So had you seen or heard anything of it prior to watching it no i had kind of a basic understanding of what it was and i'd heard i think i'd heard a song maybe so i was like oh that's kind of cool making like hip-hop history this is cool and uh yeah it was i thought it was really great have you watched it yeah, I, I was in the exact same boat as you. I hadn't, I had purposefully not yeah. listened to the soundtrack or like watched anything because I wanted, you know, I, before I knew Disney Plus was going to to put it on their mm-hmm. streaming service, or I think they'd originally planned to take it to theaters next year. Yeah. Um, I was hoping to see like you know a traveling production of it or something. I wanted yeah. to see mm-hmm. it first before I just listened to the soundtrack without any other context, mm-hmm. but. uh yeah, no, we watched it on, on Disney Plus when it came out over the weekend. And yeah, we've had the soundtrack on repeat ever since. It's so uh, Yeah, it's it's rare that things live up to the hype. And I was like, there's no way this thing's going to live up yeah. to the hype. But it was good. It's really good. Yep, it's so good. Heck, I feel, I feel like, I don't know, basic loving Hamilton, but it's so good. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know, it's like, I, yeah, I have nothing to add to that conversation. Yeah, you guys great. were right. <laughs> super good do you have a favorite song i don't know it's hard to like not put that uh the the king george song on repeat just because his performance is so great but i don't don't know if i I, if i could pick a favorite they're so yeah i was surprised at the consistency of it too Mm -hmm. like yeah how how they were able to keep it up just like three hours yeah yeah like the first song in you're like oh this is cool and you think like okay but how are they going to sustain it for right, that yeah. amount of time and it's this kind of rapping worked. gimmick gonna wear off but right. it, it keeps going yeah I and mean, i have to shout out to like it's the one that's probably the most emotionally moving uh it's, i think it's called it's quiet uptown towards the mm-hmm. end that like i can't really listen to the song if i don't want to weep uncontrollably <laughs> <laughs> but it's so good um so that's probably i have to say that's probably my favorite song in it but anyhow yeah i really really liked hamilton well enough about <laughs> hamilton uh let's <laughs> right. talk about today's movie let's get into palm springs it's gonna be a beautiful wedding here you are standing on the precipice of something so much bigger than anyone here but always remember you are not alone I don't think that we met. I'm Sarah. Niles. Hi. Hi. Good day so far? Today, tomorrow, it's all the same. You! What is going on? Hey, get out of the water, girl! Guess you followed me. It's one of those infinite time loop situations you might have heard about. That I might have heard about? Yeah. 
All right, let's talk about Palm Springs. So as mentioned, this stars Andy Samberg and Kristen Milioti, and it tells the story of um, basically a, a wedding, um, and we Andy Samberg plays the um, boyfriend of one of the bridesmaids. And um, this is not really a spoiler because you find out really early on. But if you want to go into this movie completely unaware, then maybe tune out now and go watch it. It's on Hulu, so it's easy to get to. Um, but we quickly find out that he is stuck in a time loop, like Groundhog Day style. And um, he is basically a nihilist because he's apparently been in this for a really long time. And it just is convinced that life is meaningless. He just sits by the pool and drinks. And that's kind of his life. And... Um, Things get complicated when he is uh, flirting with Kristen Milioti's character and she, through a series of events, gets pulled into it as well. So the next morning he wakes up again, like Groundhog Day, like it's the same day, and then she confronts him and she's like, what is going on? And so suddenly he's not alone in this time loop. So it's really interesting. Uh, I pretty immediately connected to it just on the concept of it. Um, But I wanted to ask you kind of, what did you think of it? What do you think? of Andy Samberg as a performer kind of in general, what's your relationship to him? And then what did you think of him in this movie? Yeah. Well, I w- I'll start off by saying I was uh, kind of surprised by him in this movie. Mm, yeah. um, I, I generally like, I've been a fan of Samberg and the lonely Island since, you know, lazy Sunday on mm, SNL. And yeah. when they started doing all the digital shorts and everything, um, Hot Rod probably made me laugh harder and longer. <laughs> I was going to ask any... yeah, if that was a, I, if you were a fan I, or not. Yeah, no, I remember that theatrical experience so uh, <laughs> clearly because when he goes falling down that hill, I could not stop laughing. And uh, so uh, same thing with Popstar. Like Popstar mm, was one oh of my gosh. top ten of the year. So the cool. the year it came out. Like, uh, and I love Brooklyn Nine Nine too. Like, so um, yeah, I'm anything Sandberg does or like. Uh, even Yorma Tacone or Akiva Schaefer, mm-hmm. if they have their hands yeah. in anything, like um, even uh, Akiva directed The Watch. Uh, nobody probably talks mm-hmm. about that movie or remembers it, that Vince Vaughn Ben Stiller movie with Aliens. I haven't but, seen it, uh, but I want to, but go on. <laughs> it's way better than anyone uh, <laughs> will tell you it is because it got it bombed at the box office, got terrible reviews, but it's really funny and it's got <laughs> their brand of humor written yeah. all over it, even though it's a Stiller Vaughn vehicle. Nice. Um, so it's yeah anything Sandberg or the Lonely Island does I'm on board for I'm gonna at least give it a shot because I, I like that kind of weird wacky mm-hmm. brand of humor that they put like just to you know when he <laughs> there's a part where Sandberg wakes up and on you know one of the after we've kind of learned mm-hmm. the premise of it and how the routine of or his routine and his his girlfriend the bridesmaid in the wedding that he's attending is just like. What, what are you cheating on me? And he's like, no, you goof. You're cheating <laughs> yeah. on me. Like just yes. his whole, that whole persona yeah. of how he comes off in that fashion is yeah. cracks me up. That's so, okay. um, yeah, I was excited for this. Um, uh, you know, when I heard it went for however much it did at Sundance, the most yeah. expensive or, or, you know, the biggest sale ever out of Sundance. Um, I was like, Oh wow. And you know, I try to pay attention to like what critics, some of my favorite critics are mm-hmm. saying, who get to, you know who go to these festivals on a regular basis, um, and the fact that there was like strong word of mouth uh, yeah. on a comedy first of all, but then mm. on a, a comedy starring Andy Samberg, I was like, oh, awesome! I can't you know I can't wait to see this. So I was I was happy that it got picked up by a streaming service and that we were able to see it, um, and that we didn't necessarily have to wait for uh, you know theatrical release to uh, yeah. mm-hmm. to get it. 
Completely agree. Yeah. So on that Sundance thing, it's interesting because it's it set a record for the highest sale ever out of Sundance, but mm-hmm. only by sixty nine cents. Like, I, <laughs> it seems kind of intentional that they were just trying to one up it a little bit. Oh, uh, <laughs> so yeah. I think funny. it was for sure because uh, <laughs> Sandberg was on. I think it was Fallon, mm-hmm. and they were like they they were talking about how it went, you know, for the most ever, but they wanted to like put it just over the previous record by 69 cents. So yeah, oh, so uh, very <laughs> ridiculous, uh, right on brand with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll agree about Andy Samberg in this. I thought, I thought it was really good. I wasn't sure if we were going to get like hot rod version, like that level of silliness mm-hmm. of, of Andy Samberg. I, I thought it would be a, maybe a little more straight laced and it pretty much is. It's maybe more like Brooklyn nine, nine level, like, grounded in reality to some degree but but funny um but i thought it might be really straight laced here just hearing the premise of it um way back when it was you know all the rage coming out of sundance um but then then when lonely island popped up in the, the opening credits like it's a lonely islands film or whatever i thought is this gonna be sillier than i thought and then um he there is a pretty broad comedy moment when he does the dance sequence towards the beginning that was yeah. really funny and i was like well, maybe this is going to be really goofy but then it is pretty straight laced um so anyway all that to say i really did like him in this i thought he was really good and um i yeah i connected with it i think on that level too just because he's so great i also want to mention Kristen miliotti because she i think oh, yeah. kind of makes the movie like andy samberg's great but she in my opinion is fantastic i i'm i'm curious if you're aware of her at all i knew her from how much your mother um, yeah um how much i knew her from how i met your mother uh and um i know she was in wolf of wall street yeah she has a small uh, role in that She's yeah the, she was the cuckolded wife i think in that. yes exactly yeah. <laughs> that's exactly yeah and it does uh you know i went into it for samberg kind of but mm-hmm. uh it really does kind of become her movie yeah and uh um, you know, cause he's, he's just complacent and yeah. this, uh, you know, he's kind of settled in and it is what it is, but she she's the one the that kind of, yeah. yeah. And her presence is kind of the factor that's, uh, that separates this from all the other time loop yeah. movies as well. So that was kind of, that's exactly what I was going next actually it was just kind of like, I, I love the movie Groundhog Day and I really, I mm-hmm. like time loop movies, but especially Groundhog Day just because it's. I think it's so clever and it's so sweet. Um, I think that there's the discussion around a movie like Groundhog Day is like I've been seeing, you know, people theorizing, oh, he was trapped there for years and decades. And like, how dark is this really? We don't know. Um, but this kind of leans into that immediately. And, you know, like that he's yeah, he, he's completely given up hope at this point. He's been here forever. All he can do is like have a little fun and that's that's it um and so she brings such a a new energy into his life and then when at one point when she leaves the story for a little bit it it's like you're really sad like you feel his sadness so much because she really um is the screen presence and the presence in his life that um is propelling the story and making it so compelling but um yeah so do you like groundhog day do you like the time loop thing oh yeah like i mean obviously groundhog day is where uh, you know it all kind of comes from and everything but yeah i mean you i like uh i'm gonna blank now but uh you know like edge of tomorrow yeah the sci-fi version of it source code has a good one that i enjoyed yeah i loved um happy death day Uh, i I thought that was um yeah they're both actually really good the first one's a really great uh mix of comedy and horror and uh yeah they're they're really fun um and they do it well but it's um 
but it's still just, you know, the one person who's in the mm. loop and they're, they're trying to redeem themselves, yeah. uh, or figure out, you know, this one thing about their life that they need to change in order to get out of the loop, which was another kind of thing they did away with in Palm Springs. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, they're, you know, I guess not as much with Samberg cause he's kind of, again, resigned himself to just this. It is what mm-hmm. it is. But, yeah. um, you know, uh, Melody's character isn't, uh, you know, she's, not, I, I don't yeah. know if she's necessarily trying to improve herself. And I mean, maybe you were get, going to get into this or kind mm-hmm. of what the, uh, what the plotting of it was as far as yeah. I did, I guess what I'm trying to say, and I'm making it more complicated than I need to, <laughs> as I didn't know where this was going to go in right. terms of what the, how, what is the movie trying to say in terms of, uh, how they're going to get out of here? What do they yeah. have to prove to themselves to, mm-hmm. to get out of this loop? And, uh, I, I really like, for a lot of the, a lot more of the running time than I expected. I, I wasn't sure what that was or what it, what they needed to do and to, to get out of it. Yeah, I agree. Before we get into that, let's talk just briefly. I really like to, so I think that what makes this unique among the time loop thing is, is that it has multiple people. And then mm-hmm. also the JK Simmons character, I think is really <laughs> interesting. Like he's really funny. He's just like hunting him down because he's he wants revenge. And so that's actually another funny level. So I haven't seen happy death day. I imagine it's pretty violent, but the, the violence <laughs> aspect of this, I thought was unique in that, like in groundhog day, I actually, there actually are a few things in groundhog day where, there's like some kind of brief violent moments, but in this, they it's like played for comedy. And it's really big. Um, yeah. <laughs> like the, the police situation at one point, <laughs> she like pushes him in front of a car. Anyway, um, it's, it's really funny, but yeah, so I like that. And then where JK Simmons character goes. So I guess let's, I guess this is a spoiler talk now, because let's talk about that. And then the ending. Okay. Um, but I thought that was really interesting where, um, and really sweet. Like it brought the, the Groundhog Day sweetness, uh, to it when he, he was like, I decided I just want to be with my family. Like, this is actually a perfect day. Just me here with my family. I thought that was really beautiful. And, uh, uh, and JK Simmons, of course is amazing and, um, just sells that and makes that scene so great. So I like that. And then where it goes from there, like, yeah, how are we going to get out of this loop? And, and they decide to go kind of sciency with it and instead of you know bill murray has to be the perfect person and suddenly or selfless or whatever it is that exactly gets him out of the the loop in that movie um but here it's it's like she's going to learn quantum physics i thought that was a a good like a good way to resolve it um and and kind of a clever way to and also you see it kind of speaks to her drive like she wants to be a better person and so in a lot of ways and that she or she wants to grow i guess and also has the drive to get out and not not resign to being stuck here. Um, and then, yeah, so she takes the online course or whatever. <clears throat> yeah. Because, I mean, and that also is it's a little bit of a fantasy in a sense because it's like if I had unlimited time, I would just learn as much as I could or like whatever you would do. Or, or like Andy Samberg, try to like sleep with as many people as you could or whatever. Like what would you do with this situation with this power in a sense? But then also how dark is it really to be stuck there? Anyway, I thought it was I thought it handled all that really well. And uh, I thought the ending was was pretty good. What did you think about the ending of it? Yeah, I um first yeah to reference that scene you were talking about earlier with uh samberg when the broad comedic one where he i just love that he'd learned everybody's <laughs> movements in that wedding on the on the dance floor at the wedding uh mm-hmm. enough to uh you know impress her character yeah it's enough, a mesmerizing uh, dance scene great. where he's like yeah. saving people and stealing drinks and that's know. the fact that's all he was like using his time to do is fantastic Hilarious, but yeah. um uh, but no yeah to get back to the 
J.K. Simmons scene. Um, yeah, when he went there, uh, because you know they they kind of use Simmons' character. Uh, you know, they explain that Sandberg kind of accidentally brought him into this, and it wasn't something uh, J.K. Simmons necessarily mm-hmm. asked for or wanted. Uh, you know, wanted for his life, but um, you know, and so we don't know anything about this character outside of uh his and Sandberg's relationship until later you know until the Mm -hmm. third act of the movie and so when we go and see um J.K. Simmons and his element and um that was like that was my first thought when I saw that he was like oh he has a wife and two young kids and it's like my first thought was, oh man, he's never going to get to see them grow mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, oh, this is, this is about to, this is getting to something now. This mm-hmm. is like, this is really going to, yeah. uh, this is, this is going to hit me. And, um, mm-hmm. but then how he described it and just his, you know, how he, he had decided to perceive it and, uh, how he'd settled on being okay with it because it was like, if, you know, like you said, if, if there was any day, that he could pick to be stuck in a loop on. This is the best situation, the best scenario he could have imagined because him and his wife were healthy and happy and in a good spot in their lives. Their kids were, you know, um, uh, (laughs) uh, watering dog shit. Sorry. I don't know if I can (laughs) curse, but, um, (laughs) you know, and just like the innocence of that and Mm -hmm. how, uh, you know, how it didn't mean anything like, or the kid has no context for it or yeah. uh, doesn't know anything beyond <laughs> just the weird stuff a, kids do. And like how yeah. as a parent, that's actually really funny and like sweet. And yeah, <laughs> that's exactly, it's such yeah. a random act. And mm-hmm. so like, it wouldn't mean anything to anyone else, but when it's your kid, it's like, Oh, that <laughs> yeah. intent is so sweet. And it's just <laughs> so for him to like get to that point and just mm-hmm. be okay with it. I was like, ah, oh, that's, you know, because, uh, and what I was saying earlier, you know, what we watched the old guard this weekend as well. Mm-hmm. And kind of the similarity, um, the only similarity between that movie and, and Palm Springs is that they both kind of wrestle with, um, what is, uh, you know, the characters in the old guard are basically immortal. Mm-hmm. So they're wrestling with the same, like, what is the purpose mm-hmm. of life? And, um, you know, when there's no time limit on it and yeah. there's no necess- there's not necessarily a logic, that you can kind of categorize your existence into. Mm-hmm. And um, so, and when we were watching that, I was like, Oh, these, you know, they're going through a lot of the same things that mm-hmm. uh, the Palm Springs characters were going through. And so, uh, which again, brought Simmons kind of clarity mm-hmm. to his situation and made it all the more impactful. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I really liked it. I, I kind of wish they just showed, um, how Samberg got into the loop in the first place. And yeah, I was wondering. Maybe that, yeah. because I, in if we're talking spoilers, I kind of ho- I was kind of hoping that you know once they did get out at the end, like they would both be a little bit older, or he would be mm-hmm. a little bit older than she was, or there would be some kind of almost tragic thing there with mm-hmm. yeah. uh, the repercussions of how long each of them had been stuck in the loop, mm-hmm. um, but. I, that's not to say I didn't like the ending. It, <laughs> it, it was, it was, yeah. A, yeah, it was a happy ending. So yeah. I can't be mad about it. Pretty it. much gives you the happy ending that you want. Uh, yeah. Or less. Yeah. 
Yeah, which I guess that might be if I had any critique. Is that yeah, it is kind of straightforward at the end. But, but I, I mean, I can't be mad because it was really sweet, and mm-hmm. I think the I guess the the relationship dynamics between the two really do work, and I think that they are both good enough actors that it um, it felt like a really sweet romance. So I was I was rooting for them. I was happy that it, um, they they got out and whatever happens happens. And, and then the final conversation, like where he's like he decides to go with her and and um, can't remember exactly what he says, but I, I thought it was really sweet and um, well written. I think it's a, a really solid script and 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 good direction as well to uh, to pull it all off. So, and I know you said this was the directorial debut of um, yes, his uh, name is um, Max Barbacow. Yeah, and so in the guy who wrote it was this the first screenplay he'd written? I, I, I think that that's true. Was. I did read so I read this on Wikipedia so probably true but maybe not <laughs> but it's yeah. uh, that um the film the screenwriter wrote it in film school so like it was like they were oh, students wow. um he had written for some tv a tv show uh, after film mm-hmm. school and he, so he wrote the script and then went on to some tv work and then kind of developed it it originally was not going to take place in palm springs but like based on tax credits that's where they ended up being able to film <laughs> so they kind of reworked it to be in palm springs but uh, i thought that was interesting but yeah i uh, i was really a fan of it and um i recommend it it sounds like you do too do you have any last kind of last thoughts about palm springs uh no i i did want to mention i yeah, yeah. the the chemistry between sandberg mm-hmm. and melody really does like hold it together and and uh take it a lot farther than it might have if if yeah. that chemistry didn't work uh, I thought they were really good together. And as funny as I find Sandberg and everything, like she matched him beat for beat. I thought mm-hmm. she was really funny too. Yeah, and the comedic uh, part too. Yeah. A lot of, you know, a lot of the supporting cast actually, like mm-hmm. um, I thought um, Sandberg's girlfriend who was the yeah. bridesmaid, I thought she was really funny and there's a really funny kind of ongoing bit with her mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> the guy she's uh, <laughs> cheating on him with, cheating on him <laughs> yeah. with and, um, a local bar there's like some funny bits Mm -hmm. uh, you know and there there's a lot of good uh solid through line jokes that they 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 take all the way and so yeah they build um, the world out really believably yeah i think that yeah that's key to the success (laughs) of something like this yeah Um, no so i yeah and i thought it like you said it balanced the the really broad comedy with mm -hmm. the uh uh, the more down to earth, true life, uh, sentimental, sweet, um, moments really well. So yeah, no, I would really recommend it. It's one of those ones I, I, uh, I want to watch again just yeah. so like I can, because, you know, because of the nature of the, mm-hmm. the story, you kind of want to watch again and see things you might've missed now that you know the bigger picture. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'm anxious. I liked it a lot. I'm anxious to watch it again. I agree. And it's easy to do that because it is streaming. So um, Indeed. go watch it now if you haven't watched it. Um, I, I was going to say one last thing about Miliati. I remembered that she also has a, um, a an episode of 30 Rock that she guest stars on. And she's really funny on it, too. So I'll remember okay. that if you're if you're curious about her, you can look that up. But uh, I'll try to link it in the show notes, actually. But yeah, she's great. I hope that she gets more roles because of this because she is um, a really good actor. And I hope that she um, I have to think she will. Deal. Yeah. 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 Well, that is Palm Springs. Thank you so much for listening, and um, thank you so much, Philip, for being here. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. You're so welcome, and I hope it's not the last time. We will call it a day from there. If you want to support the show, you can leave a rating and a review on iTunes or whatever podcast app you're using, and you can keep up with Arthouse Garage on social media. We are at Arthouse Garage on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Letterboxd. I will link all of those, and I will link 
to um, Philip's social media presences as well, including YouTube. You can also find video reviews on YouTube and reviews and events on the blog at arthousegarage.com. You can hit me up on email at andrew at arthousegarage.com. And that will do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, keep it snob free.